0: Easy Does It, your cool guide to investing. There is no point in me coming here and speaking jargon, you know what I mean, talking about derivatives. What is a derivative? (laughs) 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 Let's talk to each other about the fundamentals and get the basics right. Let's get things right, such as how we choose to budget, how we choose to manage our finances, understanding that saving is not just about saving towards a goal. Of course, those things are important. But it's also about helping you in your journey, in your life. Because anything can happen. Welcome to Easy Desert, a podcast by Easy Equities, where we simplify money and investing. No jargon, no
1: complications. Your cool guide to investing. Easy. Thank you for pressing play on the Easy Does It Podcast, your cool guide to investing. My name is DJ At Large. <laughs> Mm. Now, over the years, Easy Equities has opened up the world of investing to ordinary South Africans. So, irrespective of your age, your background, your financial situation, you can not only own the market on the JSE, but you can also buy stocks from some of the biggest companies around the globe. But with access, there also has to be education. So, that's the reason why we created the Easy Desert Podcast, to take you on a journey to cooking up a great portfolio, Without the jargon and the complication. And we've been doing this successfully for more than two years with over 250,000 downloads from around the world. And nothing makes me more happy than when we're featuring young investors and, in particular, women. I'm very passionate about that. So today I want to explore how do we get more women? more children more youth excited about investing so i've invited a phenomenal woman who works at the jse and shares this passion cleola kunene the head of sme development and customer experience at the johannesburg stock exchange cleola welcome to the easy does it podcast
0: good morning you're
1: giving me this look (laughs) what's going on are you all right you good is it the Uh, cold
0: no it is your introduction i feel that my introduction couldn't compare (laughs)
1: I had to I had to lay out the the red carpet for you. Thank you so much for for joining us. Yeah. Before we explore this conversation about women and young people and youth investing, I have a random money question uh, that will take you all the way back to your teenage years, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to know from you if you could send a money message to your 16-year-old self. Let's say it was a tweet. What would you say to yourself?
0: Start saving now and um. do not touch that money. <laughs>
1: The don't temptation, the temptation. So, I'm, I'm assuming 16-year-old, the Cleola was tempted. What would tempt you?
0: The basic stuff, you know, going shopping with friends, mm-hmm. seeing that cool, you know, at 16, now you into outfits and things like <laughs> that. You know, the things that don't really matter. Mm-hmm. Going to the movies. Mm-hmm. I did save. I think my parents were very good at teaching me to save from a young age. So, mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that. I just wasn't as diligent as I could have been Mm, and I I had a bank account at a young age so I knew how to draw cash I knew how to save I didn't know about investment, of course. But my 16-year-old self could have done with just not touching (laughs) the money.
1: (laughs) I think we'll all experience a little bit of of that. Uh, I'd like for you to describe the work that you do at the JSE. You're Mm. the head of the SME Development and Customer Experience. To the Mm. ordinary person, what on earth do you do? (laughs) Well, the work that I do
0: at the JSE is very centered around economic development. So supporting SMEs in their growth, access Mm. to capital Mm. and capital. Readiness is very important in access to market. So the work that I do is really about growing the next generation of large companies for our country. And as you know, you know, for economy, any economy yes. to be sustainable, we do need large companies. Even for small businesses to thrive, they need large companies. So the work that I'm doing and, you know, kudos to the JSE for being so focused in terms of that national agenda goals, Um, is really about helping our country and helping our small businesses just do a little bit better in any way we can.
1: Yeah, as as a small business owner, I appreciate the type of work that you're doing. I think when I started my business, there weren't a lot of individuals like you that helped to guide on, you know, how do you get the business plan right? How do you get the market fit right? How do you find funding? How do you understand all these complicated things that come with registering the business and the tax and all of that? So I appreciate the type of work that you're doing. I want us to sort of rewind a little bit and talk a bit about investing, right? So, you know, over the last couple of years, investing, you know, on the JSC, and even globally has become, you know, more accessible and inclusive. I'm just curious to know from you: Have you seen a shift in more women, more youth, um, getting involved in that space?
0: Absolutely, and I mean, I've been in this space for quite a number of years. Uh, when we started, even tax-free savings account. Uh, it was such a novel thing for yes, South Africans. Yes. Financial literacy was still limited, but if you look today, companies like Easy Equities have done phenomenally well to ensure access is available. Right, so it's not expensive, it's not difficult, and you know it's across the board in financial services. You're seeing a structured, focused approach in terms of financial literacy and really making sure that there are products and ways for people okay. to do it. But also, um, the internet has made it easier. Yes, Cell phones yes, have made yes. it easier, right? Um, gone are the days where people don't have access to information. Um, yes, there's still a lot of challenges around financial literacy. That's why it's you know important that we continue to do more. Mm. And there's still a lot of challenges around confidence, And understanding how to be financially well with myself, you know, even having the conversations around money and understanding how to manage my finances. So we still have a lot of structural issues, a lot of individual behavioral challenges, but I think it's it's years and light years ahead of where it was, you know, five years ago, Mm. 10 years ago. Um, that shift has definitely happened and we can see it continuing day by day. Yes,
1: there's definitely been a shift and and I'm happy you touched on the barriers. Mm. Um, I think we're similar in the sense that, you know, we work both corporate but we also work on the ground with people, young Mm. people and women and different types of people from different types of spaces. In terms of barriers, specifically for women, specifically for young people to investing, are they still barriers? I mean, how do we overcome some of these barriers if any exist at all?
0: Mm. The biggest barrier is knowledge. Yes, still right the second biggest biggest barrier is management financial management right if i struggle with debt for instance and i don't know you know what debt is how to manage interest you know all of those types of things it would make investing and saving very hard you know because overwhelmingly i need to overcome that as a barrier right but is access still a barrier i think access isn't a barrier anymore Uh Right. It really isn't. Even if you decide that, you know, I want to save with my stock file. Yes. It could be as simple as that. It doesn't have to be, you know, a structured and complicated complicated thing. Right. So the entry point to saving an investment is accessible. Right. Uh. But knowledge may be fundamentally one of the biggest barriers, especially for young people. I recall in university. There was uh, uh, one of, you know, one of the ladies I knew, she was offered a credit card at a young age, Uh, right? What does a (laughs) 19-year-old student do with a credit card? (laughs) That's so
1: true. The first thing
0: they're going to do is get into bad debt, right? Uh, And that, because she didn't have the knowledge and understanding of how that could limit her, already set her back. So starting, you know, with information and education at a young age is fundamentally important. But also for women, it gives them confidence to understand how to make decisions that benefit them. Over 70% of the financial decisions in the home or financial buying happens through women. But women versus men, for instance, women buy smaller things, right? Day-to-day things, groceries, this, this, that, taking care of the kids. Men are better at making financial decisions that are long-term beneficial. They invest in assets. The way of thinking about money is also a little bit different, right? So, women have the money more than ever before, right? But not necessarily making financial decisions that are long-term beneficial.
1: Hmm. I see exactly what you mean. I think that's very interesting because I felt one of the barriers to investing, specifically for women, is that the representation of women within the financial services space is not enough. We've started to see that shift. I mean, the JSC we've got a, a you know a, a female CEO leading us. We've got women mm. like you leading us. You look at Satrix, the same thing is happening. So I wonder if the people that speak about investing need to be more relatable and they can only be more relatable if they're young women as well. Do you think that's maybe something that we also need to start looking at having more women leading from the front talking about saving and investing and credit cards and so forth?
0: Of course we do in all aspects if you look at anything right if you see someone on tv that looks like you that is successful you resonate and it makes it possible for you you understand that this is accessible you understand that it's not that complicated and something psychologically shifts in you so of course representation is critical um speaking Normal, simple language is critical. Yes. There is no point in me coming here and speaking jargon. You know what I mean? Talking about derivatives. What is a derivative? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, let's talk to each other about the fundamentals and get the basics right. Let's get things right such as how we choose to to budget, how we choose to manage our finances. Understanding that saving is not just about saving towards a goal. Of course, those things are important. But it's also about helping you in your journey, in your life. Because anything can happen. Anything, right? So how are you gearing yourself? for that geezer bursting, or even, you know, touch wood, that won't happen, but losing a job, right? Make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And that is what financial management savings and investment is about. It's about making sure that you're taking care of yourself today and tomorrow so that you can have the kind of life that you know is comfortable for you
1: mm, i i really love everything that you're saying i'm, I'm so absorbed by it um, the one thing that i find really really interesting is you know there are these barriers to investing for women and and for young people but investing is also really boring it's quite dull and it's black and white so how do we encourage people and i guess make investing fun i mean we try at at easy equities and the easy thousand and we have fun but what else could we potentially do to make investing a little bit more fun
0: I think one of the things that I did for myself mm-hmm. was start um, saying, okay, if I'm going to be scrolling, for instance, mm-hmm. on shopping, on whatever I shopping app, <laughs> <at, laughs> mm-hmm. I might as well also understand who these brands are.
1: Mm. The brands that I use on a daily basis. Exactly. Yes. The
0: brands that I love. Who are they? Can I invest in them? Do I trust them? And if, I, if I'm if I spending so much money mm. with this brand, who are you? Why am I spending so much money? By the way, can I get some of that money back by actually investing yes. in you? Can I get a
1: piece of it? Can
0: I get a piece yes. of it? Right? Yes. Right? So that's how I kind of started years ago. Okay. Maybe before a little bit or before scrolling. But really just understanding, you know, if I really like, for instance, you know, take a lot, for instance, Right. Maybe it's a, it's a bad example. But who's take a lot? Who owns take a lot?
1: What is the business model? Can I get a piece of it? Can, can I? I'm a customer already.
0: Yes, I'm a customer already. You don't know. But you will know once you start using that time and effort in the same way. We all have, you know, time. If you're saying... Oh, I really like, um, you know, DSTV. You're spending all that time watching DSTV. Where is DSTV? Who is DSTV? Who owns DSTV? Right? And can you invest in it?
1: Yeah, and that's such a great starting point because it's very relatable. It, it it moves away from making it very technical and very complicated. Yes, as time goes, you you grow and you learn more about dividends and all these other fancy words. But I think the great place to start is to say, who am I? What am I interested in? And can I invest in those things? Yeah. And then you take some time to sort of get to know it a little bit more. Exactly. I, I really love that approach. Uh, do you mind if we make things uh, a little bit personal? Of course, let's go, so let's go for it. <laughs> I, I know you've got an, an 11-year-old son. Is he involved? In in investing? Do you have conversations with him about money? I know kids can be very, very curious. I see them in the shopping malls asking all types of questions. Is is your son that type? Oh, yes. Oh, (laughs) of course he has to be. (laughs) So you are having conversations with him about money and and investing and trying, I guess, to to make it understandable to an 11 year old.
0: So the the money journey with my son has been very interesting, Mm. right? I did a few things. One was Just starting with understanding the value of money at a young age, right?
1: The the principles. The principles. Yes, yes.
0: So I used the example of a treasure hunt and you being a pirate, Mm -hmm. right? So when you find the treasure, it's yours. What are you going to do with it?
1: Mm. You bury the treasure. You hide the (laughs) treasure. You keep the treasure. Keep the treasure. (laughs) Keep it safe.
0: And um, keeping it safe with the piggy bank Mm. um, in his room was the starting point. You know, before we even went into bank accounts. No, 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 this is mine. This this is my piggy bank. This is my treasure, right? Um, And every time you got money, it's like, oh my gosh, my treasure is growing, right? I love that. So it was like relatable, use words that are relatable. Second, teaching your kids how to work with money, give them money to ask them, you know, what are you going to do with it? Help them think through it, plan through it, right? So, which part, how much of this money, if you've got 20 Rand, is going to go towards your treasure? right or your savings mm. right how much is are you going to use what are you going to use it for um are you going to buy anything for anyone else Ooh,
1: i like the questions you're asking
0: right and so we would go to the market for instance okay. the sunday market give him a certain amount of money and then he starts planning he's like okay I'm gonna go to the book place because you know the books are the cheapest there, and he doesn't want to go to exclusive books anymore because he realized <laughs> that
1: <laughs> it's eating away from his treasure. Exactly, <laughs> I love
0: that. exactly. So you get three hundred rand, and it's like, okay, I know with three hundred rand, if I go with mommy to exclusive books, that's my entire three hundred rand for one book, right? So I'm gonna go to the market. I'm gonna get a book for twenty bucks. And then I can get a toy, and I can get something else, and I can get food, you know. And I insisted that he needs to buy something for his for his nanny, right? Ooh. So he got smart, and then he'd just buy a cold. He <laughs> 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 got financially savvy and, and a saver very quickly. He got very you no. Know, first he would be like, you know, this and this, and then he goes, no way that it's to love. <laughs> so. <laughs> Then he just buys a cold drink and then he goes. See, He started making. So the more he went to the market, first he made, you know, all the money was, you know, spent very quickly. Then he started making better decisions. Now he actually thinks about it and he walks around and he even... Looks at how much something's costing him
1: Ooh, and starts so to compare certain things. Yes, what a smart young man. Yes, what so, so, but man.
0: this took time, mm. you know. So, you need to have the time and patience and the diligence and do something consistently. The other thing that I'd, I absolutely would encourage any parent to do yeah. is we play Monopoly,
1: mm. so playing board games and making yes. this process fun as well. Yeah. Yes,
0: and, and Monopoly is a nice way for kids to understand the concept of money tax,
1: mm. right there yes. the
0: complex ideas In Monopoly <laughs> yes. In Monopoly It's like very complex But once you play it Now it's like oh, I don't want to pay tax But I know <laughs>
1: <laughs> And at the same time I'm invest Because I want to buy The properties it- on the board as well Exactly
0: mm-hmm. Exactly And so he started monitoring and he he beats me at monopoly by the way cuz he starts looking at where does she land like all the time <laughs> and then he starts buying those properties
1: oh man i really, i love that i i love this the story that you're telling and i can actually picture him at the markets i can picture you and him playing monopoly yeah to, to parents were listening right now you know why is this so important? That you you start raising kids that become financially savvy very quickly. Mm. Um, that you start encouraging saving and investing. I mean, certainly, I mean, you don't have to force it, but mm. why is this process so important?
0: Money is a part of your life, hmm. right? It's not going anywhere. And like any healthy relationship, you need to understand how to navigate it. Right? how to negotiate it, or how to think through it yeah. and be confident in it. Even the relationship with yourself. So the relationship with money is one of those things that a lot of people struggle with. They struggle with the confidence of understanding that you can make mistakes with money mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Right? You can um, learn from your money journey. But also, money is a tool. It's not the end goal. Yes. It's yes. a tool to facilitate a healthier life
1: it's a seed that you plant like investing
0: exactly so the reason why teaching your kids is so that they are comfortable with the concept of money they understand how it facilitates the things that they want in life and you don't have to worry about them thinking through their financial decisions later in life
1: that's so important because i sometimes feel like uh, specifically in the black community growing up we don't talk enough about money it's almost taboo to talk about money and even the topic of money it's linked to trauma and it's linked to the fact that we don't have enough money but i think if we subtly start to introduce it in conversations and even in games and even in daily activities with young people and with kids they'll subtly start to understand certain concepts which i think is such an important thing that we should be doing um, as parents but we as the parents to learn investing ourselves and learn a little bit more about money ourselves. But I love that process that, that you're going through. Um, in terms of, of your son, are you building an investment portfolio for him? What are you thinking in terms of building his wealth? And from that, what can other parents start to consider? What tips can they take from what you're trying to achieve?
0: So what I did was, I think, open a savings account with him, yeah. which was the first part. Um, And that was very helpful for him to understand. And we physically went to a branch. And I know, obviously, it's important for them to understand online, because most things happen online. But that physical experience for him was exciting. Yeah. To get into a branch. and them asking him questions and they treated him like a low king <laughs> <laughs> and it's your account you know um which is very critical i think starting point them understanding you have that account it's your account and then you know engaging around then online you know going on the app how much money is there how's it growing what is happening right etc very important keeping your bank card safe Right? Very important. So that was the the first thing that I did. And I I felt that that was just something to make it tangible. Uh. Because if I just opened the account, he wouldn't have felt like it's his. Yes.
1: And he wouldn't have have felt a part of the process.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Although, you know, a tax free uh, investment account is something I did for him as well. Uh Um, I felt that that was important because it is tax free. Number one, and the fact that I could open it for my child was very critical, right, um, as his parent. Um, so that's something in terms of investment. Of course, um, there are other things that, you know, that I've done, but those are also around risk management, right? Risk management around what does the future going to look like um, in terms of his, educa- his education? What is the future going to look like in terms of X or Y or Z? I think through those things. I mean, I'm an only parent as well. So it's very important for me to also think about how do I take care of him, whether I'm here or not here. Yes, yes, yes. Right? And those are the things for me in terms of my decisions that matter, that he understands the value. He understands that he has ownership. He's accountable. Um, of course, he's not going to get all of it. Yes, right? yes, yes. And other things will start later. You know, when he's a little bit older, he's only 11. So there's some things, yes, I felt fundamentally, let's work on these things. These things are important. Let's open these accounts. Da, da. But then other things we'll do later. When, when he can open his own <laughs> easy yes. account or his own, th- then it's a different thing. Then it, the experience and the knowledge um, sharing and the guidance will be a little bit different, right? There are also amazing apps um, that teach kids. Yeah, and um, books
1: and, and amazing books. resources out there. There yeah. are
0: amazing resources. I think don't shy away from those things. If your kid is going to spend a little bit of time on a device, make sure they've got an educational app. Uh, right? Or an app that's going to help them teach them about savings and investment and things like that. Because it's always going to be a part of their lives. Yeah. That is not going to change. Whichever form it takes, you know, in the future, we don't know. But understanding... To manage yourself in terms of your finances and the value is not going to change. Understanding that what you put in is ultimately what you get out, right, is not going to change. So those things, I think, however any parent goes about it, as long as they pay attention, help the kids understand that, I think that would be a lifesaver for their kids.
1: Yeah, I think you've definitely encouraged our listeners. You've shared a whole lot of tips. You know, Cleola, in the next couple of years, your son is going to be 16. And hopefully he finds the easy It podcast and he finds this episode. I'd like for you to leave a money message for him. You gave one for yourself. I'm keen to know at 16, what money message would you leave for him?
0: I would say you are going to make some mistakes and that's okay. Forgive yourself, learn from them and know that you can trust yourself with your money. You know, make decisions that are not just about today, but decisions that are fundamentally going to ensure that you have the best possible life and money is a tool that can help you achieve that.
1: Oh, man, that's so beautiful. Uh, One of the last things that I wanted to ask you is, you know, just words of encouragement to other women, um, to young people, to single parents like yourself around investing and saving and just thinking differently about their money. I mean, what, what are the words of encouragement that you have for them to take that first step? Because some may be listening, but they still feel a little bit nervous. What words of encouragement do you have for them? Start. <laughs> <laughs> just get started. You know, it's worth
0: most things. If you don't get started with learning, if you don't get started with understanding or doing, um, you just won't, yeah. right? Because, you know, you'll be paralyzed by fear. I also think one of the things, if you can, is get a financial advisor, yeah. right? Get somebody that can actually guide you because each person's financial journey is different. I don't understand your circumstance like you don't understand mine. So, Even when it comes to insurance or it comes to investments right you need to think through these decisions in a way that's relevant for you and not just about what everybody else is doing or what you think you know do a little bit of homework spend a bit of time understand it um so that you actually feel comfortable as with most things confidence grows when you understand and It's not complicated. Look at how easy this conversation is, you know.
1: 100%. Yes,
0: it's not that complicated. So don't complicate it. Um, And, you know, stay away from too much jargon and (laughs) complicated things if you do find any of those things. But yes. Yes. The tools are there. It's, you know, the information is there. Sometimes we think it's harder than it really is. So the, the best place to start yeah. is just to
1: start. I oh, man, I absolutely love that. We spoke about women and investing. We spoke about youth. We spoke about your son as well. We spoke a little bit about your journey when it comes to money. The one thing that you said you're very passionate about is SMEs, right? Small businesses. So this is my last question, which I think wraps it up really beautifully. We've got a lot of young people that own businesses. Some are old, some are young. They're from different parts of the country. They've got the small business. We've got low shedding. We've got water restrictions. We've got all these issues. What words of encouragement do you have so that this individual can build their small business so that one day a Tepo can invest in it on the JSE, a Sandile or a Tepiso can get their business listed and we can now start owning shares in this business? What words of encouragement do we have to business people so that they move their businesses into this level where we can start owning pieces of it?
0: Firstly, I don't think anyone who owns a business thinks that it's easy. <laughs> There's nothing easy about being an entrepreneur. Um, there's nothing easy about doing that in a climate where things are challenging. I think number one is that there are always opportunities. Our country is has boundless opportunities. And you know, once you, you're in that space of or, you know running your own business, you realize there's lots of opportunities. So don't give up. Um, even when it gets hard, to take care of your finances. Yeah. Even when you do get money, understand that you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. So pay the things that you need to pay so that you have a roof over your head so that you, you know, what are the must-pays, things that you must take care of because those are the things that are going to hold you in good stead if things do get hard, right? Which they do when you run your own business. So I think, but keep at it and be clear about the vision and the purpose and the reason why you're doing what you're doing because ultimately, You could be tomorrow's Adrian Gore. You could be, you know, um, that could be you. Um, So keep at it. And also, there are so many resources in South Africa, amazing incubators, you know, development programs. Don't be scared to reach out and ask for help.
1: Oh man, what a beautiful, beautiful conversation. Thank you so much, Cleola, for your time. You're welcome. We spoke about women, we spoke about young people, we spoke about businesses, and of course we looked at Cleola's life, how to get women and children excited about investing and everything else. She's the head of SME Development and Customer Experience at the JSC, exploring some beautiful things on the Easy Does the Podcast, your cool guide. To investing.
0: Thank you for pressing play on the Easy Does It podcast. A big shout out to you for hanging out with us. Don't forget to subscribe. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of this episode on Twitter and Insta. Our handle is at Easy Equities.